Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. You know how much I've missed you? This much, Jim. No. If you could see my arms, they're spread as wide as they can go. That's how much I missed uh-huh. you. That's Two how feet? Much- <laughs> okay one that was hilarious two you're an asshole <laughs> oh that's that's fun words are fun oh you all right let's let's just get this show started what do you think yeah let's go ahead all and right do that. hello everyone this is tom and jim's top five i am tom skull and i am joined by james Emilio Doubt. No? I'm not even answering you anymore. Okay, first of all, this Emilio is a suggestion from listener Katie. So, <laughs> thank you, Katie. But it's wrong. She wrote in like four other suggestions, but I figured we'd just keep them for next week. One of them is probably correct. Um. Well, one of them's elephant, so we know that's not right. <laughs> I think she's just given up. She's just given up. Um, okay, but we also have another one, <laughs> and I want to read it. It's from our, our listener, uh, Joe Guy, and he says, Jim Etchthyhern, Etchthyhern, doubt. And he, the reason he picked that, because that's a Gaelic word meaning horse lord. <laughs> God. <laughs> and he says, I bet his parents knew he could rule he could rule horses even in the womb, they could tell. He was probably kicking the shit out of his mom's kidneys like he was wearing spurs. It's oh my true. god. This is perfect a, for our Mother's Day episode. This is I'm great. a horse whisperer, that is true. If you listen to uh listen to ABC D Bags podcast, you can probably eliminate a good hundred and twenty five names right. out of my middle name. Right. We're Right. <laughs> Okay, let's do a normal one. Let's do a normal one. Katie says, oh. K- Katie's normal one says James Elliot Doubt. See, that's a great guess. Right. It's wrong, isn't it? It is not correct. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe next week. Thanks for writing in, Joe and Katie, on the names. Oh, my God. How you been, buddy? I am doing well. How are you? Good. I'm I'm, I'm doing well. I'm very tired. Um. Work has been crazy. We went. We did a forty. Uh, uh, you'll love this. A forty degree swing in twelve hours up here. It was 80, 85 <laughs> Monday. It was forty five today. Uh. I, it was insane. And it's like, uh, okay. So that just kind of tires you out in more ways than one. And then, um, and then when I've been going crazy. I'm you know coaching uh, Fletcher's little league team, so we've had a lot of little league stuff going on, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, things going well with you. Work's going well. Man, summer's going to be a beautiful four days in Duluth. Oh no, it's on a Thursday this year. <laughs> Last year was a weekend, which was kind of nice, but no, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, 
So anyway, um, but things are well with you, work, wife, kid. Uh, all of the above. All of the it's above. All good. All of the above. Well, I know you like the dilly and the dally, but let's get on to our show, Jim. What do you think? <laughs> um, had a couple. You don't want to ask about the spaghetti I had for dinner or anything. Well, was it? I didn't have spaghetti for dinner. <laughs> so no, then. I'm guessing. Can I guess what you had? I'm guessing. It oh, was... you're gonna be so far off. But yeah, go ahead. Oh God! If it has quinoa in it or seaweed kale, I'm gonna be very upset. Fair. It doesn't. Okay. Go ahead. I, uh, I want to hear you guess. Uh, I'm you gonna go Mexican. Be... I'm gonna go. You Ooh. made yourself quesadillas. Wow, that was a really good guess because I just made quesadillas like the other day, but oh. I did go Mexican. Okay. Um, you know, like the the Ortega like seasoning blend you throw into the beef. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Um, I just ate a packet of that. <laughs> no, no beef or anything. Just add the. Packet. Not even water. No. Mm-hmm. No, what I did. Um... God, did you <laughs> snort it? <laughs> I just licked a tortilla like fun dip. Oh, That's what. I... No, I uh, I chopped up uh, chicken thighs and Ooh. put it on chicken thighs, made chicken tacos. Nice, nice. We I guess quesadillas because we actually had quesadillas. We had pork quesadillas. Ah. We had some leftover pork. Uh... Dana made up like this pork thing in the in the crock pot the other day, so we had some leftovers, so we made some quesadillas with it tonight. It was pretty good. I think in Minnesota you actually pronounce the L's, is that correct? Quesadillas? No. But yeah. it's funny, my wife who's from Texas, um, her grandmother says chicken fajitas and quesadillas. Yes. Yes. Yes, she does. Yes. That's that's a Texas woman who says that. <laughs> Uh, no, we we don't say quesadillas or or, or what's it uh, Illinois or Arkansas mm. or Oregon. Mm. Um, well, what some, you know what? Some people here say Oregon. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend that's how not about true. how about Missouri? No, it's Missouri. Yes, it is because that's how it's spelled. <laughs> the English language is a wonderful thing, even though none of those words are English. Um, all right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, hey, real, I want to get a little, little serious real quick. Um, uh -oh. You know, last week. Uh, we had uh, on our border here in Wisconsin. We had a big uh, refinery explosion, and in uh, that uh, was just scary. And no one passed away, thank God. But uh, our our listener Katie, who wrote in, is from over there. Her family got evacuated, and uh, but they're fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's back in their home. So we just want to know, let them know, and everyone over there that we're thinking of them. And along the same lines, um, our listener Leanne out of Hawaii. Lots of craziness going on in Hawaii right oh. now. Not her, the island she lives on. Uh, she lives on Maui, I believe. I believe she said, but uh, I, I did reach out to her, and she's she's fine. Uh, most everyone she knows is pretty much fine, but just a lot of craziness still going on over there. So, um, you know, that was the, the volcano, and then multiple earthquakes after the volcano, which is kind of crazy over there. So, glad everyone's okay, but scary, kind of scary couple weeks here, Jim. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's good, and she says she's Kate, uh, Leanne over there's been listening, so we're gonna hope to bring uh, bring her some uh, some joy here with their with our show. She's very excited for this mom's episode. She said, which I'm I I, I feel bad because we're probably gonna let her down. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Before we get into our list, a couple people wrote in. Uh, um, Zach Duncan just said, "Hey, if Claire Huxtable better be on the top spot, she's been she's put up with a lot of shit." <laughs> See, <laughs> I uh, no, I hope she didn't put up with anything. Anyway, go ahead. I I think um, <laughs> don't say I, if I she's think, on your list. I, 
let's just move on. Let's move on. Um, Sean Lill wrote in, friend of mine, Sean. He said, "Kitty." He wrote three: Kitty Foreman, Aunt Viv, and then he wants me to re- he wants me to read it this way: Angela. From t- in Tony Danza's voice, uh, and Mike DeKalb wrote, "Kitty Foreman better be in there." And your buddy Tom Anderson wants to know if Peg Bundy's going to be in there. So well, we'll have to find out, Jim. We're going to have to find out. Um, I'm guessing maybe some of those might be on our list. I don't know. Let's maybe, see. maybe. I don't know. Maybe I get. What is that? It's noise? my text. I thought I shut my f- text off, and apparently I did not. <laughs> so let me let me put this on do not disturb. I don't even know how to do that. Um, is that it? Do not disturb. On. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, okay. Well, let's get into our list, Jim. We got uh, top five TV moms, and we're doing this, of course, because this Sunday, as we're recording this, this Sunday coming up is Mother's Day. Jim, did did you get anything for your mother? I did. I ordered it while I was um, waiting for your delightful phone call. Oh, nice, nice. How about your yeah. How about your lovely wife? Now, she's this is her first year as a mom. It is, and my mother-in-law will also be in town, so it's uh, double trouble. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Well, all right. All Here's, right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get my, my uh, we ordered my mother-in-law some stuff, and then I'm going to get my wife something, and then I also am sending them, uh, sending them somewhere special for the day, and I don't want to ruin it. Not that either one of them listened to the show, but I'll just hold that. Right. Hold that close to me, I guess. Yeah, you don't, don't, don't ruin the surprise for them. Don't ruin the surprise. Uh, all right. Well, I uh, I didn't get anyone anything. That's, that's I didn't expect you. Yeah, either. that's <laughs> that's the way I roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's get into it, Jim. Our top five um, TV moms. Are you uh, right. any anything you want to say before we start? Or you just, is this favorite moms or the ones that you think are the best mom figure? Uh, favorite moms. Okay, okay. I kind of did a little column A, column B. So we'll kind of like our dad's episode. So this will be yeah, fun. Yeah, pretty much. Do you want to start, Jim? Sure. All right. What's your top five, number five TV mom? Um, my number five mm-hmm. is a character played by Mary Louise Parker. Oh. On the show Weeds. And it's Nancy Botwin. Nice. Did you ever watch Weeds? I never did. I know it's a great show. I know everyone stopped yelling. Um, but uh, I, I, I know who Mary Louise Parker is. Does that help? Yes, that's 50% right there. Okay, great. Well, tell me about uh, it. Well, Weeds was on from uh, 2005 to 2012 on Showtime. Okay. And uh, she won a lot of awards for it. She won um, in 05. She won a Satellite Award for actress, Best Actress in the Comedy. And she won a Golden Globe for the same in 2006. Um, Weeds, it's, uh, it's a dark comedy. She plays a widowed mother of two boys uh, who starts selling weed to support her family after her husband dies of a heart attack. So she starts off um, like in an upper middle class family in, uh, neighborhood in California and starts kind of very lightly selling weed just mm-hmm. to make income. And then like she, it just spirals so far out of control over the course of the show. And she ends up being like a major drug kingpin, but she's like, like you do. <laughs> right, right. 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 Who hasn't done that? Right. Um, but it was inspired by shows like the shield, like Sopranos where your anti-hero is serving as the protagonist mm-hmm. and has some sort of a moral code. Um, she uh, she just loves her family. You know, she's a good mom. She's like, I don't know, like the cool mom. Not because she sells pot, but 
she's just like a younger mom and uh she just does anything for her family including like i don't know becoming one of the heads of the mexican mob or whatever she ended up doing right <laughs> but it's just a cool show man i, I like yeah. the show a lot i like mary louise parker a lot and i like the character she plays in it Right, yeah, I um, I I mean, I'm well aware of the show and when it was on. Uh, it wasn't. It was at Showtime or HBO or something. Showtime. They yeah. pitched it to HBO and HBO didn't bite, Oof. so they took it to Showtime. Well, and that and that obviously ruined HBO, and they never had another hit. So no, yeah. done. That <laughs> that network does even anybody even remember HBO? I, I say it like it's common. I don't even know if those are the right letters. I really don't. Um, <laughs> no, I never had. It didn't have. HBO, I don't have, we don't have any like extended cable like that. Um, but so I never watched it. But I know a lot of people watch it. I know she won some awards, is always up for stuff. And I always see, see and hear about it. But um, um, so I was always interested in seeing it. Did you say it takes place in California, right? Yes. And it went through 2012? Yes. So like in that back, obviously, weed was not, marijuana was not legal in 2012 in California. Um, no. Wonder how the show. Wonder if they, this show could even be passable to, today. Oh, I think it would. I think you would have them open up um, like a grow house and turn it legal. <laughs> sure, nice. I think you would do it that way and have like a major enterprise and yeah. and you could end the show that way with them becoming like legit. And then it'd be like a sitcom, like Cheers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, it might have ended something along those oh, lines. Actually. Okay, all right, cool. Um, with the oldest son. Silas, because he became like a, a major like horticulturist, and mm-hmm. I think it might have ended with him in like the medical marijuana field. Nice. I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I've seen how it ended. Yeah. Uh, but the entire eight seasons was on Netflix last time I checked. If oh. you wanted to give it a go, I will give it a go because I really Cause, I've uh, always wanted to see it. Showtime puts a lot of their good shows on Netflix, like Dexter and Californication, and Weeds are all on there. Yeah, Californication's one I got into for a while. That's a great show. Um, oh my god that if we did our favorite shows ever that is very very high on my list really wow that's that's well that's the top five we'll have to do uh uh later on because i uh i like that that's a good uh that's a good show anything else on uh on nancy here nope all right good job what you did was not okay it was dangerous and foolish and now we're all paying for it well that's no way to say thank you what I saved your ass. I saved all our asses. Oh, shit. Do you even hear yourself? You're a kid. You're supposed to be out playing baseball, not clubbing people to death. I'm the mother. I decide who gets clubbed. I do the clubbing, not you. When you're 18, uh, 21, feel free to take a stick. Cocaine mallet. Whatever sporting good you desire. Club whoever you like. Go to prison for the rest of your life. But meantime, your only job is to do kid things, video games, broken curfews, Peeps in the microwave. That was my mess to fix, not yours. Am I grounded? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, my number five, I maybe on your list, actually. I, I I would be surprised if it's not, but probably an honorable mention if anything. Uh, it's an animated person, and I went with Marjorie Jacqueline Marge Simpson, and obviously from The Simpsons. I love Marge. Is, is she from is she from the Bouviers? The Bouviers, yes. Okay, just making sure we were talking about the same lineage. The same Marge? Yes. Yeah. Uh I Marge Simpson's great. I I I think she's to be able to put up with that family and to 
You know, like if you're just thinking about her, like she's she's a, an amazing mother to to be able to last through that family <laughs> without killing somebody. Um, yeah. Anyway, Marge Simpson, she's the, she's voiced by Julie uh, Kavner, and she first appeared on the Tracy Ullman show in 1987 which when they had some um they had short she had shorts and stuff on it um cartoon shorts and and then didn't then they got their own show in 1989 uh she was created and designed by cartoonist matt groin who was waiting in the lobby for um james l brooks when and he was like trying to pitch a new series called life in hell but instead he decided to just create a new set of characters while waiting in the lobby for james l brooks so that's how he came up with it (laughs) which is kind of cool um is not and uh, Matt Groening Gronin. Is that how you say it? Is that how you say his name? Gronin. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Anyway, That's he, how I would say it. Yeah, so he, we're gonna go with it. Perfect. He re, he named Marge uh, after his mother Margaret. Uh, groaning. So that's where Marge comes from. Um, anyway, after appearing on the Tracy Ullman Show for three seasons, The Simpsons got their own series on Fox, as everyone knows, in December of 1989, and they are still going. Now the longest-running TV show ever, I think, isn't it? Is that what it is now, or something like that? Oh, uh, it's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, it's beat out, like... I think the only thing that's run longer is, like, the NBC Nightly News. <laughs> I think it's, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, Marge is in, is is absolutely awesome. Uh, she's uh, she's just she, she's it's you know Homer's Homer. You know the way he is is just uh, you know he's an idiot and a dummy and says funny things and he's a beer drinking moron and Bart's a little bastard, <laughs> you know and and Meg and Maggie's just the baby. It's, everyone has their little quirks, but Marge is just really sweet and nice and uh, and she she still loves her children uh, and everything and. Uh, she's great. I, I'm not going to pretend to know everything about Marge because I really watched like the first 10 seasons of Simpsons, <laughs> maybe not even that, and then haven't watched much. But um, um, oh, I, absolutely, I I think Marge is great. I just absolutely love it. What, do you have Marge on your list? I do not have Marge on my list. Well, that's okay. Uh, some of the things Marge has said that I have loved, and I wrote some of the, her quotes down. <laughs> That I've I've loved, I have loved over the years. Um, she there's one scene where they're riding in the car, and because she's so optimistic, you know, and she goes, "I wish we had a, a glass bottom car," and the other one looks at her and she goes, "That way I can." I, she goes, "I could, I just can't help but wonder what we're missing down there," which is <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and uh, it was one they're at, they're like at a fair, and she goes, "Oh look, an adorable spice rack. Ah, oh, eight spices. Some of them must be doubles." She's, then she's like oregano. What the hell? <laughs> it's just awesome. Um, yeah, and she just says just sweet things like that. I, I don't know. I just love Marge. She's she's great. She's an awesome mom. Um, I think you had Homer on your TV dads list. I did. And I was like, Homer's a horrible father, <laughs> you know. But it was it was your favorite dads. But Marge is like the opposite. She's actually a good mom and and stuff. And so I I uh, I adore Marge. And I don't have a whole lot on her because there's so much on there. I'm not gonna, I mean, look it up. But there's so much stuff on Marge. But um, love her right down to their her blue hair, which I believe puts her at Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal height. I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> and then her voice is just uh, so distinct. I can't do it. Uh, uh, I can't do that voice. It'll hurt my throat. But um, anyway, Marge is great. Marge is great. That's all I got, really, on March. That was a good pick. Oh, it's thank a, you. a very iconic television mom. There you go. Why don't you bring this potato? That's pretty big. Mom, you're always trying to give me potatoes. What is it with you? I just think they're neat. All right, Jim, what's your number four? 
Uh, my number four is at least a lot of these are like the counterparts to the my favorite dads. I noticed. Sure. Yeah, um, makes sense. This one is from a little show called Modern Family. <laughs> nice. And I went with Claire Dunphy, played by Julie Bowen. Nice. I love Claire Dunphy. Good job. Um, Modern Family's been on since 2009. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Uh, a few words to describe Claire. I would say she's uh, controlling. Correct. Stressed. Yes. Competitive. Mm-hmm. Annoyed. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Annoyed. <laughs> she's a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, but she still is a good mom. And mm-hmm. like the, the thing is, she's like very... I don't know if self-centered is the word, but she's just always very into whatever she's doing and not necessarily what her family's doing. Right. Where like her husband is probably the complete opposite. Oh, he's um, a man child. He's definitely a man child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she cares about her family and she loves her family and, and um, she'd do anything for her family. In 2011 and 2012, she won, um, Julie Bowen won, the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Mm-hmm. They've, that show's won so many awards. Yeah. But there's a, one of our friends in particular that we used to work with that, and I'll tell you later who it is. But, okay, yeah, don't say it on here because you're listening. When, <laughs> <laughs> when I see Claire Dunphy, the character, I think if our friend had a family, had children, this is what she would be. I know exactly who you're talking about. I know you know exactly <laughs> yeah. who I mean because it's exactly this person. Yeah, you're right. Oops, sorry. You're right. Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> uh, Claire's great though. What else you got on Claire? Ah, uh, no, that's about it. Yeah, um, one of Claire's on my honorable mentions. She didn't make she didn't make my list. I love Modern Family. We've kind of fallen off it. Um, just life has gotten to where now we only get like three shows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's on our it's on our DVR thing, but or we never we never watch it. But anyway, um, one of she's a she's also like you mentioned, she is a good mom. Um, like her, the the oldest daughter, who's kind of like the the Kar- Kardashian of the family, I guess you would call yeah. her. You know, like that. And uh, you know, I remember a couple scenes where she would walk downstairs and she's wearing like a not appropriate clothing to for your teenage daughter to go out in, you know, and the, the mom just like points and goes, no, and it points up, you know, like she just walks up. So she's like still being a mom, even though she's just more like annoyed is what you said, you know, like, uh, yes. I, I, yeah, she's, she's a great, they're Halloween episodes. Cause she loves Halloween. Claire Dunphy does. Yeah. She gets so into it. It's so much fun. If you don't watch modern family, at least just go back on Hulu or wherever and watch the Halloween episodes. They're fantastic. So, they are the best every year. Right. Oh, nice. All right. I can't believe it. Okay, that takes no more fighting. No more fighting for the rest of your lives. You are not allowed to yell at each other. But you're allowed to yell at us? Yes, Alex, I am, because I feed you, and I clothe you, and I pay the mortgage. Whoa, pretty sure old dad deserves a shout-out right about now. Bill. Sorry, should have taken the temperature of the room first. What's up? Luke well, and Manny barged into our room while we were changing the little purse. Can I just say, in Europe, this would be no big deal. Yeah, you can see me in my underwear whenever you want. Here, I'll make it even. No, hey, Luke, Mom, Luke, 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 keep your pants on. Okay, girls, stop getting so hysterical over everything. Come on. Now grow up a little. I need things to start changing around here or I will change things. Good pick, Jim. Uh, My number four. That's where we're on. My number four. 
Yeah. Uh, went uh, wholesome, old, old school, Jim. I went with Marion Cunningham from The Happy Days. Nice. I love Mrs. C. Uh, I love I love The Happy Days. Um, you know, I when I saw Happy Days because it ended I think in '84. Um, it was on for 11 seasons, by the way. Um, we saw it in reruns, and it was always on. Like I, I just remember distinctly, like at dinner time, it was like we watched Dan Rather, and then like Mash came on, and then Happy Days. Like that's it was like yeah. in the syndication block, and I just I loved it. Down from the music to everything, but I love Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Cunningham. Um, it's set in the you know 50s or whatever, but it's she's not that 50s pushover mom you think of like the stereotype you think of like she she would stand up to howard the husband and you know yell at the kids and 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 and, and but she was always sweet when she would talk and so like she's like really nice but you're like she just she's condescending <laughs> i love it and uh but yeah mrs c she was um one of only three characters um played by marion ross by the way mrs cunningham was played by marion ross but she was one of only three characters to remain on the show for all 11 seasons. Um, wow. Happy Days was on way too long. <laughs> like, it should not have been 11 seasons. Just look up Fonzie Jumps the Shark, and that's you figure out where Jump the Shark came from. Um, but she she appeared in every single episode. She's one of the only few characters, I believe, the only character to appear in every episode. Um, and she's on for all 11 seasons. Um she, yeah, she is the wife of Howard Cunningham and the mother of Richie, Joni, and briefly Chuck Cunningham, which is, uh, if you look up Chuck Cunningham, I think he lasted like a couple episodes in the first season, and suddenly he went upstairs and he never saw him again. <laughs> never talked about him. Uh, but she's also the surrogate mother, mother to Fonzie, um, who lives in the little uh, loft over their garage. And, uh, She's a she's a housewife and does you know normal housewife stereotypes, but kind of with a twist on it, where she kind of like does not appreciate when Howard asks like where's dinner and stuff. She kind of lets him have it and stuff like that, which is great. Um, she always calls Richie his given name Richard, and his friends by their real names also. She uh, Potsy his she calls him Warren. And she also calls Fonzie Arthur because he's Arthur Fonzarelli, which I always thought that was cool. That's something like my mom would do. Like we all have nicknames for our friends, and then but she always call them by like their full name. Like I'm not calling your nickname. Your name is Anthony. Your name is, you know, your name is this. So like okay, um, and uh, she's does uh, the only one she doesn't call by his real name is Chachi, which I never knew that, which is kind of weird. Huh. Uh, Joni loves Chachi, by the way. Um, She's, uh, yeah, um, and then she's known by Mrs. C. Uh, but she's really cool. It was, it was a really cool mom. I liked the show because, it, like, I knew nothing, you know, nothing about the 50s culture and stuff. But I was like, oh, this is so cool. This place, you know, the, the the mom and dad seem so cool and good parents. And, man, they ride in cool cars. And it was just, like, a, the first time I ever saw something that was, like, a throwback to, like, a time that I never knew existed. You know, like watching Back to the Future for the first time, you know. Um, but Mrs. Cunningham was, uh, man, she was awesome. Loved, I loved her. So, did you, you don't have Mrs. Cunningham on your list, I assume, but. I do not. Yeah. I do not. Do you like the show Happy Days? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I watched it on like Nick at Night when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't like super into it. I'd watch it when it was on, but. Yeah. No, not, I wasn't a diehard. Right. What, what do you, what would you call a Happy Days fan? A Daisy? No. 
Yep, that's what I was in a day. I was on nobody's diehard, but I do love the parents on the show. Yeah, um, uh, actually, I always thought the dad was kind of a dork, but <laughs> Mrs. C was great. Uh, anyway. How uh, how was how was the fish? What? Not so good, Al. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Can we just play that? Can we just play that clip? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I got a different one. I'll play here. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm a little confused. I guess I've been working too hard. Listen, we'll discuss this while you're making dinner. Did you hear that, Richard? Men are not the only ones who work hard, Howard Cunningham. After I fix your breakfast in the morning, who do you think clears the table and washes the dishes and scrubs the floor in there and dusts and vacuums and... And does the laundry, irons your shirts, and mends your socks, and then chauffeurs Joni around, and then does the shopping, and then starts all over again so she can have dinner for you when you come over hanging around the hardware store all day. Who Howard? Who? I got a terrific idea. Let's go out to dinner, Mary. I'll get my coat. All right, all right, there you, you, you jokester, you. Um, oh, you! All right, just joshing, just joshing me around. Uh, what's your number three? Yeah, uh, okay. My number three is arguably one of the worst moms on TV, <laughs> but I love her character so much. <laughs> like, there's the only reason it's a good character is because it's a comedy. But if you had it like in a drama, she might be like Gemma from like Sons of Anarchy, like that <laughs> level of terrible. Nice. But because it's a comedy, she pulls it off. And this is Lucille Booth on Arrested Development. Okay, nice. Did, you didn't watch Arrested Development, Well, I've seen, I've seen here and there, and I just heard they're coming out with a new season now. You heard that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think it's even later this month. It's yeah, it's, like it's supposed to be end of May, I think. Yeah, so later this yeah. month um, on Net- Netflix? Netflix, What yeah. is it on so, Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the first three seasons were on Fox, 03 to 06. Yeah. And then um, Netflix did one in 06. Right. And then the new one's coming. I, let me see. That doesn't sound right. Um, yeah, 03 to 06, it ran on Fox. Uh-huh. There we go. 2013, uh, Netflix did the fourth season, and they're going to do one okay. this year. Yeah, because it, it was a lull between there, now another, yeah. another break okay but um no i didn't watch it all the time but i it's every time everyone i've seen is absolutely hilarious <laughs> and uh, they're horrible people and i cannot wait for you to tell me about her <laughs> yes they are all all of them except maybe um uh not maybe because that actually is a character yeah uh, <laughs> uh except except i would say like Michael, um, Michael yeah. is probably like the one who's not just a complete waste. But, <laughs> but Lucille Booth is played by Jessica Walter, and in flashback, she's played by Kristen Wiig, and she's the matriarch of the Bluth family. Her children are Job, Michael, Buster, and the adopted mother of Lindsay is Portia de Rossi, and and uh, oh. Anyang, who is someone that they adopted. It's a long story. It's just such a weird story. And show. Uh, yeah. George Michael, or George Sr. is her husband. Mm-hmm. Her grandchildren are uh, George Michael Bluth, who is Michael Sarah, maybe Fumke, and Steve Holt, who is Job's son. It's a long story. Right. So, <laughs> right. She's the mom. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. she is the mom. Yeah. 
Um, so she's accustomed to a very uh, rich lifestyle, which she funds very misappropriately with the um, company money, the Bluth company money. Mm-hmm. Uh, she treats like they're going bankrupt, and she treats herself to like spa treatments and facelifts. Um, she drinks, she uses drugs. She mistreats her housekeepers. Um, According to the narrator, who's uh, Ron Howard, she has never made eye contact with a waiter. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) She's she's, uh, manipulative, narcissistic, domineering, emotionally abusive. Um, (laughs) She's... Uh, let's see. She's on the board of the the company, um, the family company. Uh, gosh, she has a the tightest grip on on her youngest son named Buster, who's uh, he's now in Veep on HBO, and uh, she made him like enter mother boy beauty pageants as a kid, and it's just like the relationship is just terrible. Um, she always calls her daughter Lindsay, uh, fat and lazy, who's played by Portia de Rossi. So she weighs like a buck five, right? Right. Which is the funniest part. Right. Um, it's just, oh, she's always said she's never cared for Job, which is her other son. Um, it's just like, it's so horrible. She's just so mean and so blunt that it's like, it's just hilarious. It's, I can't even describe how hilarious all of the characters are on that show. I can't wait for the fifth season to come out. Yeah, it's. Uh, I need to like catch up and like kind of just go back and just watch it all from beginning to end, and because um, so many people love this show, and I just wasn't ever into it at the time. And oh, but the things I have seen of that show, she's hilarious, and uh, everyone on that show is hilarious. But yeah, you're right. This is not a good mom. Like this. <laughs> You you went with like a mom who's a horrible like your favorite mom like favorite TV mom, because uh, uh, she's just a horrible person. <laughs> it's uh, like <laughs> she is. Um, there's like quotes of her. Says, she's yelling at, at her son. She says, "Give me a vodka on the rocks," and he goes, "Mom, it's breakfast," and she goes, "And a piece of toast." <laughs> And she's so out of touch. There's a quote where she just goes, I mean, it's one banana, Michael. What could it cost? Like $10? Oh, God. She's just just clueless. Uh, uh, yeah. She's, I'd, oh, good. I'd rather, I'd rather be dead in California than alive in Arizona. Right. You can laugh at that because you lived in Arizona. I did. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a nice place. I like Arizona. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. I, now we're just giggling, just by thinking. Just like everyone's like quote. listening, like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what else you got on? <laughs> you looking at her? Uh, nothing. I'm reading other quotes of, <laughs> of hers that are like completely ones I can't say. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know there isn't a hospital bar, mother. Well, that's why people hate hospitals. <laughs> You know, there's just, just watch the show. Yeah, just watch the show. There's a little truth in her with with like other like some people can like look at her and go, I, yeah, I can see my mom in that. <laughs> you know, like there's a little little truth in behind those eyes with her. I like, I like it. right. She's like uh, she's like the female Al Bundy. Like yeah. when I went with Al Bundy, she's Ooh. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I think Al cares for his children more than Lucille does, though. Oh, she blatantly does not. <laughs> she is just mad about that that she has children. 
Oh, good stuff. Is that all you got on her? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what the hell was I supposed to do? Michael Moore confronted me in front of the whole country. First of all, it wasn't Michael Moore. It was a Michael Moore lookalike, and it wasn't in front of the whole country. It was for a bit on Jimmy Kimmel Live. I don't know who that is, and I don't care to find out. All right, man. Um, my number three. All right. Uh, we. Uh, this was mentioned already, Jim. This was mentioned at the top of our show, and our buddy Zach was hoping she'd be on our list. She's not my number one, but she's my number three, and I went with Claire Huxtable. Okay. Uh, did, did Claire make your list? Claire did not make oh. my list. And I know there's a lot of controversy right now surrounding one particular person of that show that the show was named after but like you said in the dad episode it's we're talking about the character and we're talking about the show yes. and so um yeah. and she did nothing she's done nothing wrong the, the felicia rashad who plays claire huxtable is a far as we know a phenomenal person and uh she played an awesome mom on the the, the sitcom the cosby show which ran 84 to 92 and uh she plays the wife of Cliff and the mother of five children, and uh, she's a work uh, she's a working lawyer. Her husband plays a, a, a doctor, and they live in uh, kind of an upscale uh, Brooklyn Heights neighborhood in New York. And um, and she like she val- like she instills in her children like the values of working hard and doing whatever you want, despite you know your sex or the color of your skin or anything. And so I, I always love the show showing that it doesn't matter who you are. You can do anything you want. And she definitely instilled that into her children and all the lessons she would teach in the, or talk about in the, in the show. Um, yeah, she's, uh, she's awesome. Uh, she debuted in the, of the first episode. She's in every episode from there on, obviously. Uh, they intended, uh, they, they intend the writers intended Claire to reflect the ways in which women roles have evolved in both home and workplace, which I believe they really did in, I think even more sadly be ahead of their time a little bit in the eighties, because, um, nowadays it's even more, which is great. You know, the women's roles have, have, what do you say? Not changed, but have become even more important and and equal and stuff than they even were back in the eighties, which is, which is great. But, uh, she she's she's awesome she's hardworking. uh i she had strong feminist principles in the show one of the best scenes ever that i remember is when um i think it's sandra's boyfriend elvin the guy who played elvin i, I forget which i yeah. think it's sandra who who he dates and, and yeah it was sandra, yeah yeah it is he's very chauvinistic but stupidly chauvinistic like he doesn't understand so she, and i'll play the i'll play the clip too at the at the after i'm done here but he comes over for the first time to and he he just kind of says something like oh so you're gonna get coffee you don't under, you don't you do that for your husband you go and like he doesn't realize that like oh so the women does woman does work around here like he's just an idiot he's totally idiot and she just lets him have it and it's one of the best rants ever and actually the that feminist rant um is actually very popular and has circulated the internet and social media for the last 30 years. And they actually talk about it in like certain feminist classes and colleges and stuff that it was just well, so well written and so well performed. And, uh, but she, she's such a great mom and, uh, and, um, she's, she's revered as one of the most beloved mothers on television, of course. And, and, uh, she actually, they, 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 a lot of people have said the character's profound influence on African American women and female lawyers in television. Um, they, she was, she influenced a lot of people to become 
lawyers and stuff like that. And so she's it's actually been dubbed as the Claire Huxtable effect. So it's just kind of cool. Um, and see here. She's uh, in the show itself. She's a graduate graduate of the fictional Hillman College, which where, where she met her husband. And uh, and she uh, her five children we mentioned. And yeah, it's just awesome. It's just she's just great. She's I don't know. She's she was she wasn't like a dork mom. She was really cool. Like I was like I would watch her. I'm like she would be a cool mom to have because she joked around with her kids, but then she she also like let them have it when they when they effed up. You know, like she she would tell them how it is, and and she would always get after her husband, telling him him how it is. So it's it's just really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff else on her, but she's oh, she's a great mom. Uh, that's all I got on her. <laughs> so, uh, I uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think of one other thing that she would she would do, but I always loved her relationship with her husband on the show. But uh, her relationship with her kids was was great. She just, you know, Sandra would say something. She's like, no, 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 honey, this is how it is. <laughs> you know, like it just it's just cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Anything else on her, Jim? You you didn't have her on your list, but you, you this had to be an honorable mention of yours. Oh yeah, yeah. It, she was. She yeah. just didn't. Just didn't make my list for no particular reason. Right. Well, all right. All right. Well, I'm going to play that, that clip because uh, it's phenomenal. How you doing, Alvin? Hi, Dr. Huxtable. Oh, hi. Thanks for letting me in. It's okay. <laughs> hi, Mrs. Huxtable. Hello, Alvin. Is Sandra ready? Well, uh, not yet, but she'll be down in a little while. Would you and Dr. Huxtable like some coffee? Coffee? Yeah, coffee. You mean you're going to get it? <laughs> yes. You're surprised? I'm sorry, Mrs. Huxtable. I didn't think you did that kind of thing. What kind of thing? You know, serve. Serve whom? S- serve him. Oh, serve him! As in serve your man? Well, yeah. Let me tell you something, Elvis. <laughs> you see, I am not serving Dr. Huxtable, okay? Okay. That's the kind of thing that goes on in a restaurant. Now, I'm going to bring him a cup of coffee, just like he brought me a cup of coffee this morning. And that, young man, is what marriage is made of. It is give and take 50-50. And if you don't get it together and drop these macho attitudes, you are never going to have anybody bringing you anything, anywhere, anyplace, anytime, ever. (laughs) Now, what would you like in your coffee? Maybe I could get you some coffee. All right, Jim, what's your number two? Number two. Number two. Uh, her husband was on my list for dads. Mm-hmm. I went with Tammy Taylor, played by Connie Britton, on one of the best shows of all time, Friday Night Lights. Uh, I knew you'd probably put her on here. <laughs> uh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's like the perfect, not just mom, but she's like the perfect wife. Okay. The perfect TV wife. Um. Friday Night Lights is incredible if anybody hasn't watched it. One of the best shows to ever be on network TV. Um, might, in my opinion, be the best. Uh, it was made by NBC Universal in 2006, aired for two years, got canceled, and then they struck a deal with DirecTV to co-produce for three more seasons. And DirecTV would air it first, and then NBC would air it a few months later. And it ended in 2011. Mm. Um, Tammy Taylor is the wife of Eric, who's the coach, and the mother of Julie, and the guidance counselor for the entire high school. 
So she's like the voice of reason for Eric. She's the mother to the entire school, not just her own daughter, but she's always like the calming voice and the, the, the one with the logic and the reasoning and calms everyone down. Like she's, she's just like a great character. She holds her own. She's very like independent and um, a good balance for her husband. She's just an awesome character and Connie Britton's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I like her a lot actually and all the stuff she does. So yeah, that's, that's what I got on Connie Britton. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, I mean, I could look up her birthday or oh, her sign sure or something. She, I'm sure she's got one. No. Most likely. No, I got to watch this show. I know you, you mentioned this show many times, and it's just Oh, like, my God. It's incredible. I know. It's um, it's just one of those now it's like, oh, we got to sit down and binge it. And I just haven't done it yet. But everyone who's seen this show loves this show. And uh, she has popped up. I was, I was doing my research. Her character has popped up everywhere for being one of the best mom TV moms ever. So good yes. pick, Jim. Good Good pick. You need to just watch, just watch, honestly, like the first two episodes. And if you're not hooked, then I, there's nothing else I can do for you. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good, man. It's so good. All right, Jim, challenge accepted. I'm going to watch the first two episodes, okay? Okay. All right, I just got to find it. I think they're called Eyes Wide Shut or something like that. Something about your eyes being closed. Okay. For a good it. reason. For a good reason. Got it. Got it. All right. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I think we agree on this. All right, Jim. My number two. I'm a little afraid to say it, Jim, because I, I, this might be on. This might be your number one. And I, I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. Don't get, don't get mad at me, okay? It might be my number one. Go ahead. All right. My number two is Kitty Foreman. That is definitely my number one pick. Damn it! I almost put this as my number one just so we'd be the same, but I couldn't. I, that's that's cheating, Jim, and I don't like to cheat. Um, yeah, so I'll let you talk a lot about Kitty Foreman, but because you know her so well, because I believe Kitty Foreman is a lot like your own mother, actually, isn't she? That is why she's my number one. <laughs> Kitty Foreman is my mom. Okay. And Red Foreman is my dad. I've said that plenty of times on right. the show. And I've met <laughs> and I, everyone. I've met these people, and he's not lying. Uh, well i'll say a little bit here but kitty foreman is played by uh deborah joe rupp on that 70s show uh she's a nurse uh for part of the time she would take i think she would take breaks and stuff from being a nurse uh and and then she'd be just like housewife and my mom was also a nurse by the way of course she was (laughs) uh she she was very uh jim's mom and kitty foreman were very nurturing (laughs) uh but enabling uh Kitty's very recognizable for her laugh wherever, whenever she's nervous about anything um, or, or feels awkward. Uh, she has a fondness for square dancing. Does your mom like square dancing? Mm, not that I know of. Uh, but she has an even greater fondness for liquor. <laughs> and almost all kinds. Wine, Kahlua, bourbon, Mai Tais, margaritas, etc. The woman likes her booze. How about your mom? <laughs> Maybe we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, she really doesn't. My mom doesn't drink that much. Right. Never has. All right. Well, that's uh, so she's you know so maybe she's better than Kitty Foreman. Let's go with that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, she puts her family first. It tries to smooth out many conflicts in the household. Um, 
usually failing to smooth it out. Uh, it's such a great show. I mean, we've talked about that semi show a few times. Um, she's the unofficial foster mother to the entire group, which that's where, like, I feel like that's kind of like what my mom was. Like, all my friends always went to my house, and, like, my mom was, like, their second mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's, uh, she had, of course, her, her kids are, she's married to Red, and her kids are Eric and Lori. Um, she seems to favor Eric more than Lori, mostly because she can see through Lori's bullshit on the show, <laughs> and where Red is the opposite, where he's really hard on Eric and calls him a dumbass, and he he lets Lori do whatever. Um, so that's kind of a, excuse me, a fun dynamic. Uh, yeah, and uh, what else do you got on there? I got a couple other things, but this is your number one, so I kind of want you let you talk about her. I, I pretty much don't have a whole lot left. Okay. <laughs> she's just happy. She's cheerful. She's bubbly. She's happy. She's um, she's just a little bit of comic relief. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the nurturing mom. The She loves being a mom, mostly to Eric, but she loves taking care of all the neighborhood kids too and, and likes them being around. I think they let Hyde move in yeah. after a while in some of the episodes. Um just a great character, and she's a great balance to Red, who's right. just a hard ass. Right. So you've got this hard ass, and then you've got her being like just the polar opposite. Right. It's like the the perfect dynamic, especially for the time period that the show's set. Right. Right. Nineteen seventy something. My a couple of my favorite running gags with her is her her extreme distaste for Red's mother, her mother in law. Um, who's played coincidentally by Marion Ross, who played Mrs. Cunningham on the Happy Days. <laughs> and, uh, but that show usually it's just the just the the thought of her mother in law or the if she calls or comes over it just drives Kitty literally to drink, which is hilarious. Um, and then uh, one there's one thing that she, like I mentioned her her not distaste for Lori, but like she sees through her daughter Lori's bullshit. There's one thing it was one scene where she says. Um, she she loves her daughter because she has to, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of the best things ever. <clears throat> um, it's just great. Yeah, she's just she's so funny, and that laugh is so. No matter how many times I've seen that seventy show, we've watched through the series a, f- a few times on Netflix and stuff. Um, that laugh never gets old. It just never gets yeah. old. It's so funny, and uh, and yeah, you're right about the balance to red. It's just like it's perfect and. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got on her. Anything else, Jim? Uh, no. All right. Wait, a washer and free water? <laughs> oh my God, it's like there's no reason to ever come home. <laughs> washer and dryer, Red. They are going to have a washer and dryer. That red-headed harlot is going to be shouting out my baby's grass stains. <laughs> summer with my youngest child. I bet you weren't thinking about that when you went fishing. I bought sparklers for the 4th of July. He loves sparklers and now he's leaving and what are we going to do for the 4th of July? Uh, there's a car show in Kenosha. A car show? I don't want to go to a car show in Kenosha. I want three more months with my baby boy. And now they're gone because of your bull. Way to go, dumbass! Alright, Jim. Uh, okay, so we got uh, some honorable mentions, I guess, before we get to my number one, because I uh, I spoiled your parade there by saying you're number one. Sorry. 
No, no, it's fine. All right, it's fine. <laughs> what do you got for some honorable mentions? Um, shows like Leave It to Beaver. Right. Um. Uh, what was the show? Um. I had one night. I forgot what it was. I don't remember. Well, I'll I'll go through a couple. Maybe <laughs> I'll jog your memory. Uh, Carol Brady, of course, from the Brady Bunch. Um, wasn't it, I would I, I wasn't a huge Brady Bunch fan. I mean, I watched it and it was on. Yeah, it was I didn't good. hate it, but it just wasn't my show. Um, uh, Elise Keaton from uh, Family Ties, um, and you mentioned Claire Dunham. Vivian Banks from from Fresh Prince. Although I didn't think that she was the best character on that show, so it really wasn't. It was more about Uncle Phil. Um, Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> I always love Wilma Flintstone. Uh, Beverly <laughs> Goldberg on the Goldbergs is hilarious. Um, speaking of some, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, TGI Friday shows Carol Foster from Step by Step and Amy Matthews from Boy Meets World. I always thought they were great. Um, Roseanne. Oh, okay. I know who your number one is. Yeah, Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne is good. Um, Helen Seinfeld on Seinfeld, Jerry's mom. Yeah, so there's some other ones. Uh, but you, you, you know what my number one is, Jim? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I think anyone who has listened to our show. For more than five episodes, <laughs> knows who my number one is. My number one, Jim, is Jill Taylor from Home Improvement. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Obviously. I actually had to be convinced to put this as my number one. I was talking with my wife, and right, I had Kitty Foreman as my number one. That's, that's no bullshit. I knew you probably would have her, but I really did because I love Kitty Foreman. And... My, we were watching some home improvements last the last couple nights, my wife and I, just because I wanted to watch. And she's like, you know, she's like a really good mom. Like, she's like my, she'd be my favorite mom. And I was just watching, I'm like, you know, she is an awesome mom. <laughs> so I put her in there. And it, uh, of course, Tim Taylor was my number one dad. But uh, Jill Taylor is awesome. Mother of three boys, married to Tim Taylor. And um, I, as we talked over the over the year and a half of my love for home improvement, there's a lot of parallels I like to relate in that show to my life. Uh, you know, I had two brothers, there was three three of us boys. My mom was always uh, uh, the one that's trying to soften us up a little bit, like as far as like you don't have to only like football, you know, like <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. But uh, it, Jill Taylor's kind of like that. Um, I absolutely love her. She's 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 one of the she's been listed on many different uh, lists on the internet and everything about as being one of the top moms or most memorable memorable moms. Played by Patricia Richardson, um, wasn't the first choice actually. That the Jill Taylor was going to be played by someone else, and it was like very last minute that that actress dropped out or like she got fired. I'm not sure what happened, and they brought her in. And that's a funny story about that because that actress had blonde hair, and Patricia Richardson obviously has brunette hair. And uh, all the kids had blonde hair. And so, like, all the kids and their moms and agents all thought, oh, shit, they're going to replace all the kids because they, they made they wanted the kids to look like the original mom. But they didn't do that. But um, anyway, uh, she's intelligent, practical, and has a dry sense of humor that often doesn't fly with her family. Like, there's the bad dad jokes everyone talks about these days. Well, she had, like, bad mom jokes. Um, but she's a caring mom. Uh, at first, it's just she's just more of the housewife. Works, working at home, raising the family, but then she later goes to school to earn her master's degree in psychology and becomes a psychologist, which is kind of cool. Um, she uh, She's a good... her She's strong femininity, femininity 
um, is direct has a, always a, a direct conflict with Tim's masculinity. So there's like like the joke built in right there. But it's uh it you know it all work, it all works out with them because it's they usually meet in the middle. They're actually a very nice married couple, and uh it, it, you know displayed on the show, which is cool. Um, yeah, she's I don't know, she's just funny. She's a running joke about her bad cooking for some reason. Like she's a mom that. Everyone's like, oh, I love my mom's cooking. Well, they, the running joke in this show is like she is an absolutely horrible cook. Everything she cooks is horrible. Um, so that, I don't know why that's funny, but it is. And, uh, yeah, uh, she's just awesome. I love the show. Obviously, everyone's joking about you know how much I love the show, but I do. It's fantastic. She's a great mom to her boy. She's obviously closest to her youngest, Mark, which I know my brother's listening to the show. Uh, my mom probably... <laughs> I'm probably the closest to my mom too, as far as she like I was more of her buddy than my other brothers, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that's what Mark is on the show. Although it's funny, Mark has a and I have parallels. I don't go goth like he does on the show, but he he starts really liking film and stuff, and that's kind of like my the path I took, which is kind of interesting. And um, and she also she she's a good. She, like Tim is a big car guy and stuff. Well, she actually loves cars and stuff, and she actually drives a really cool Austin Healey in the show, and she grabs that Chevy uh, 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 Bel Air Nomad, which Tim drops a big iron beam on it. I don't know if you remember that episode. It's <laughs> uh, so uh, so even though she's like likes the opera and the arts and stuff, but she is like a car girl, which is cool. Um, yeah, just awesome. Jill Taylor's great, uh, absolutely phenomenal. I wonder what the show would have been like if they didn't have Patricia Richardson come in and do it that I probably wouldn't have been as good. Uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, I love it. She's, she's, she's the best mom out there in my opinion, but uh, yeah, you didn't have her on your list, obviously. <laughs> I didn't. And, and uh, you obviously love that show more than I do. But right. when I think of that show, I always think of like Tim Allen upstaging her. Like I never saw her as like, the independent role, like the right. mom role, and as a standalone character, I guess. Sure. I mean, I guess if I, I, I kind of disagree with you, like, because Tim always just does, like, the stupid guy thing and and is a, you know, a meathead and then realizes he makes a big mistake. And that's when he talks to Wilson, who <laughs> talks, hmm. you know, tells him about some weird thing and he come, they, then they come to terms on it, you know, like, so he, Tim does come back down to her level. And so it shows that they do have like a give and take marriage, which is cool. Um, and so, um, but I, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, it's just about Tim being a, a meathead and stuff. It's like, well, no, yes and no. I mean, they shows that he is one and that it takes a strong woman like her to bring him back down so mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's my that's that's our list that's our list wow jim we did it we made it in about an hour in about an hour wow it's like lens crafters <laughs> everyone can see clearly now <laughs> i can see clear oh no, i was told not to sing anymore sorry uh, uh, do you want me to sing to you no okay Bob, can we have corn on the cob saturday night sure why not supposed to tell. If you want corn, you'll tell. <laughs> okay. Isaiah Thomas is coming to dinner, and he really loves corn. Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> you can't say anything to anybody, okay? Hey, I'm home. Oh, I don't believe it. Well, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Brad and Randy wrote a letter to Mark pretending to be Isaiah Thomas. It's not from Isaiah? Mark, no professional basketball player is going to come to our house to eat corn. 
Especially your mom's corn. Honey, look, you're eight years old now. It's time that we have this talk. Stop being such a sap! All right, Jim, that was, uh, that was fun. That was fun. It was good that we did this before Mom's Day. I'm excited. Are you, we talked about you got your mom a gift, your wife a gift, the mother-in-law yeah. a gift, probably. What about you? Yeah, what about you, too? Yeah, we, we uh, you know, Fletcher and I were talking about, he made something at school. He was talking to me about it today. And uh, I told him, like, I, you know, I think we should get Mom this. And uh, he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he says, she needs a coffee cup. I'm like, she's got 28 coffee cups. I'm not getting her another coffee cup. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we got some stuff planned. And I, I talked to my wife today. You know, Sunday's supposed to be beautiful up here. And so I said, well, just do whatever you want. And that includes if you don't want Fletcher and I around at all, we'll just leave. You know, like. Oh, that would be the best Father's Day if my wife said that. Oh, yeah. It was like, you can just have the house. Right. That'd be amazing. <sighs> It's 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 a dream that I think a lot of dads out there don't get, and a lot of moms probably don't either. Let's be honest; like, they all want to say, "Just have you know, we'll we'll leave the house," but it doesn't happen. I don't think. I don't think. No. No. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna do whatever she wants on on Sunday, and uh, I'm sure we'll. I'll call my mom, and she'll call hers, and then that's that's Mother's Day. That's Mother's Day. So, uh, did uh, little guy get uh, get your wife anything? Did he go shopping? Uh, he didn't tell me. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> he might have. All right. Well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, he's a sneaky little dude. Um, yeah, you never know. All right. Well, let's get the heck out of here. Um, we, are, we are not going to do a show next week, so you won't hear from us for two weeks. I hope everyone can handle that. I know I need the break, Jim. I just need the break. Yes, I need the break. <laughs> As you can probably tell. <laughs> Jim needs a break. We all need a break. But in the meantime, you can always listen to my other podcast, Skullbuster WrestleCast, or a bunch of other podcasts Jim and I love. You know, the last podcast and I left is fantastic. Uh, tons of good stuff out there. Or listen to all our old episodes. Some people have gone back and, and done that. I, your buddy Tom falls asleep to us every night, it sounds like. So, yeah. <laughs> so but uh, Jim, where can everyone uh, reach out to us and hear us? Uh, wherever you get your podcast, we are probably there, mm-hmm. and we are on all the social media devices. Yes, all of them, all of them, even MySpace. No, not yep. No, we should be on MySpace. What's, you know what? I'll look into it. With this week off, I'll look into it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, Jim, I'm gonna go um, enjoy Mother's Day, and uh, I'm gonna call you back in five minutes. Uh, pins and needles. Who's the one who tied your shoe when you were young and knew just when to come and see what you had done, Mama? Oh, Mama. And who's the one who patched your eye and told you not to cry cause he was too big for you to try, Mama? Mama. It was Mama, oh Mama, and who's the one who gave a shoulder when you told her your first love was over, she'd met someone Mama, 
graduation, mama. 